we all call Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Real Estate program number 1219. Now in our 24th year, bringing you the most current trends, data, and accurate advice available when buying or selling a home. Thanks for sharing your time with me this morning. It's a much better morning than last week when we had all those flooding rains overnight. Uh, at least it's dry. It'll be hot, but we'll take it. Following our weekly observations, we'll have the phone lines open for your questions and comments at 629-7970. And today we welcome back into studio Distinguished Professor Emeritus Richard Judd of UIS Economics. Good afternoon, Chris. Oh, 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 I didn't have Martin, didn't, pardon me. Here, let me get your uh, volume turned up there, Rich. Welcome back. We Martin, haven't seen yes, you for a number here. of months. Uh, great to have you back. If I may, please remind you the opinions expressed on Let's Talk Real Estate are solely mine. They're not necessarily those of sponsors of REMAX Professionals of Springfield, REMAX International, or the Capital Area Realtors. I'm a licensed real estate broker. I do not own REMAX. I am not an attorney at law, a tax expert, or a financial planner. So the opinions I share with you come from real-life experiences serving families just like yours in this very real estate market as a full-time realtor since 1987. Let's thank our sponsors, Mark's Fireplace and Lighting, the store that will brighten up your lifestyle. Writings Plumbing. When you have a plumbing problem... It's Writings to the Rescue, DHI Home Inspections by Peter Denby, and Mosquito Squad. Enjoy the outdoors this summer. I want to take a moment to say good morning to my sister Mindy in Cumberland, Maryland, and happy birthday to my niece Stephanie. Uh, good morning to Sam in Washington, D.C., my son Josh and uh, his wife Ashley, and my grandkids Kenzie and Weston out in North Carolina. Well, it's time for your weekly observations. You're going to have to grade me, Professor. Okay. I've, I've got some questions, and uh, I just want you to pay close attention, if you would, please. Uh, here's your weekly observations for this June 28, 2019, and it's titled June and Second Quarter 2019 are wrapping up. Yeah, it's coming in pretty much as predicted to be the most active for home sales this year. As we enter the second half of the year, we shall see if we can maintain the current pace of sales. As I have shared with you previously during most years, about 60% of all home sales are closed in the second and third quarter. Let's see if that historical trend holds true for 2019. Due to our change of MLS service providers continuing to work out on their statistical reports, which aren't yet available, these are the estimates for home sales in June and the second quarter that I've been able to mine from the raw data. We will see many more closed sales reported from the end of the month closings yesterday. By how much, we'll just have to wait and see in the coming week. Uh, June of 2019 compared to last June, closed home sales of 345 are off from 385 from last year. However, I fully anticipate uh, they will finish up. Uh, home listings going under a contract of 404, up 15% from 351 in June of 2018. Now, of course, that was the fewest for a June since 2014. The median sale price of 138,000 was down slightly, 1.4% from 140,000, but that was an all-time record last June. The second quarter, preliminary numbers for 2019 compared to 2018, closed home sales of 1,138, up 3% from 1,104, with end-of-month closings yet to be counted. Keep that in mind. 
That number is going to go up. Home listings going under contract, 1,265, up 16.6% from 1,085. The median sale price of 135500 is up 3.4% from 131000 You know, that's all good news to date. And we had more good news yesterday, and I'm glad the professor's here to share the information with us about it. It was reported that the city of Springfield had 1,000 more jobs in May of 2019 than one year ago. That helps explain a portion of the increase in home sales along with the lowest interest rates in two years. The other driving forces I have cited here are state workers getting step increases, back pay, and a new contract with an 11% pay raise over the next four years, causing those who put buying and selling homes on hold to re-enter the market. The other dynamic in the local economy is the resumption of expansion within the medical community. Now, yesterday, the uh, governor signed the new capital bill to rebuild Illinois' aging infrastructure. It was stated that would create 500,000 jobs. However, how many here locally is unknown. Uh, This is a sorely needed project, and it comes at a cost of $42 billion. What remains to be seen is the impact of the 21 tax and fee increases going into effect to pay for the capital plan and the biggest spending budget in our history, increasing taxes and fees by $5.4 billion a year. Will the new jobs created by the capital plan create enough spending from those folks to offset the $5.4 billion less working families and businesses have to spend on goods and services? Once again, we'll have to wait and see. Because if I am correct, consumer spending accounts for 70% of all economic activity. Today, the market remains reasonably strong, better than last year. However, still not at a pace of home sales from before the recession, which officially ended June 30th, 2009, a full 10 years ago tomorrow. The question, oh, I should say questions, now become how long will the demand from state workers continue until it's satisfied? When will that pent-up demand be satisfied? We don't know. Will we continue to create jobs? Will interest rates continue to remain low? Will working families and businesses continue to spend at their current pace following the tax and fee increases? How these questions are answered will be discovered by the canary in the mine. And that is home sales. Check back next week and we'll see how much June finished up for home sales and the second quarter. And uh, we'll see what's going on in the first half of the year compared to last year. It's going to be up and it should be up because we had the fewest home sales in our marketplace in 2018 uh, since 2012. And that was highly unexpected to happen. I sure didn't predict it or see it coming, but it happened. Uh, My wife and I want to wish you a very happy fourth of july holiday week we hope that you have a safe and wonderful time and you take time to sit down and just take a minute with your family and children and grandchildren to share with them the brilliance and the beauty of our declaration of independence and what a great opportunity it is to live in the greatest nation in the history of mankind and that's this week's weekly observation. Okay, Professor, how'd I do? I think 
boy, you got the the market data great. The uh, the improved home sales is a wonderful thing to see. This goes along with the gross domestic product that is is going to close out in the fourth in in this third quarter. Pardon me, second quarter, at around three percent to three point five possibly. We've already had one full year of GDP increase of 3% or more. That hasn't happened since 2005. Um, unemployment is, is uh, low. Uh, in effect, the best numbers that we've had in 50 years. This is incredible. And, it, you know, we can see that happening in our local real estate market. Well, that's absolutely correct. Um, I'm so happy to see it because if we would have had another down year, that would not have been a good omen. Because when people are, when they have confidence and when they have, uh, and they're comfortable with their disposable incomes, uh, they're going to buy and sell homes. They'll, yes. they'll make that move of convenience, not just wait until they have have to move incidentally small business confidence that's ownership is 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 high confidence in their ability and their willingness to move forward and to create employment and add to their capital needs this is high much more so than it is in manufacturing which is being impacted right now by the china u.s trade deals or non-deals you know, that might be true nationally. I'm not sure about small business sentiment. I haven't seen any reports on the state of Illinois. Neither have I. And and that that is a concern because uh, they have all these new fees. Well, I was I, I met a uh, contractor out at a home this week to give me a bid on a uh, on a job. And uh, he was commenting to me. He says, Fritz, we've got uh, 15 trucks and 15 trailers that we pull. He says, uh that just those to renew our license plates uh, this year, it's going to cost us an extra fifteen hundred dollars, yep. you know, and all these little things add up. But I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, Professor, but uh, isn't there going to be? There has to be, in my humble opinion, uh, some uncertainty from all these small business owners who know that the graduated tax will be voted on in November of 2020, and that's a long time away. That's, uh, what, uh, uh, 16 16 months? months, 16 months from now. All that time's going to go by, and they're not going to know what their cost of business is because the graduated tax, if it's passed, and if they hold to the rates that they said they were going to do, that's going to increase taxes $3.4 billion, and it will fall primarily on the shoulders of small business. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I I think there, it's unavoidable. What we've got now for the next 15, 16, 17 months is uncertainty for the business planner. Uh, it just it just it's is just going to be. Yeah, there's no way around it. Well, perhaps they're looking for uh, ahead, I should say, and they know uh, because I I believe the governor did state, hey, if we don't pass a graduated tax, then we'll just raise the flat tax. Uh, the 3.4 billion, because that's what we need to balance things out, according to their actuaries. There's one factor that Im- impedes in here, and that is, I looked up get the consumer price index and consumer confidence, 
index. The <clears throat> consumer price index increased in May one-tenth of one percent. Now, what's that? That's a little over one percent in the year. Uh, but the consumer confidence index went up a little bit higher, 1.2%. So that's what? Uh, uh, Probably about one point, yeah. it's, that's about a 13% increase. Now, that's very, very good that consumers are still confident about uh, our, our future. But here in Illinois, we got to look at that tax. Uh, well, we just have to look at the cost of doing business. Yeah, uh, it's just that way. Uh, businesses have to plan ahead. They have to budget. We want to thank uh, Mark's Fireplace and Lighting for bringing us uh, the weekly observations as they do every week. You need to stop by. They have sales on their grills. Oh, my gosh. I can't even. C commando? I think it's called a commando. It's almost like a big green egg. It's a big ceramic uh, 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 grill cooker combo platter and this thing has something my green egg doesn't have that i wish it did it's got like a shock absorber on the back so when you lift up the lid you can lift it with one finger when you close it you can close it with one finger it's the wow. most incredible thing i've ever seen you need to stop by mark's fireplace and lighting for any of your outdoor needs they got their summer sale going on tell them fritz said hello they're on the south 6th street frontage road south of the route 66 hotel and conference center i want to share with you the best home buy of the week brought to you by writings plumbing 6601 Carlisle Bend, Piper Glen. This couple, they're retired now. They're ready to move on. And they recognize what's going on in the marketplace, uh, especially in that over 350 bracket. It is rebounding some this year, thank goodness. Uh, but they recognize what's going on. They custom built this home. A Mohan Builders built it. Every detail was thought out. It has a two-car portico. It's a French design, 11-foot soaring ceilings, great room, one of the most gorgeous kitchens you'll ever see with a pantry, beautiful island. Uh, it's just got, it has every amenity that uh, you would love in a kitchen. The master bedroom suite is amazing. You need a writing vacuum cleaner just for the walk-in closet. <laughs> it's that big. One of the most beautiful homes and this couple, no kids, no pets. It's immaculate. It's ready to go. And they have adjusted their asking price to $54,000 below the 2007 price at $359,000. Absolutely the best buy for a ranch home of quality. Uh, that you will find in this marketplace. That's your best home buy of the week, 6601 Carlisle Bend, and that was brought to you by Writings Plumbing. Want to take a quick moment to say congratulations, Jim Endress. I apologize. I just found out about your retirement party yesterday, and I already committed to my wife. I love you, man, but I know which one I'm going with. <laughs> so, <laughs> But Jim Endress... Retiring from Writings Plumbing after all these years. Jim, on behalf of the scores and scores and scores of clients that I called you upon you to serve, which you did an excellent job, because that's what Writings does. They're just chock full of quality people like Jim Anderson. Jim, congratulations. Have a great time hunting, fishing, dogging. You are the man. 
I am so honored to have been able to work with you for all these years. Jim Endress, Writings Plumbing, the home of quality people, 544-6890. Well, we're getting a little short on time here, Professor. We'll get back to you here in a minute. But I want to share with you folks that I do have some buyers out there. I have uh, some first-time home buyers uh, looking seventy-five dollars to $90,000 in the Springfield area. Just want a, a nice little bungalow, but with a nice size yard. Have a dog. Uh, I have uh, another buyer uh, who's looking Springfield, Chatham, Auburn. They'd like to have a three-bedroom, two-bath home if possible. They can live with one or one-and-a-half baths. Pre-approved up to $115,000. I have a Rochester buyer, single guy. He can get by with two bedrooms. He'd like three, $125,000. I have a Pleasant Plains School buyer. Somewhere out oh, 225 to 275. Seen everything out there. Uh, so if you have any uh, buddy that you know that's thinking about selling their home and it matches those descriptions, please give me a call. 652 sold. My name's Fritz Fister. I'm with Remax Professionals of Springfield. And we want to thank Peter Denby with DHI Home Inspections for bringing you our weekly buyer needs. You can reach Peter at 306 0178. 306 0178. Highly recommend calling Peter to have a pre inspection done before you put your home on the market so you can avoid any surprises. You only want to negotiate your price once. Why would you want to do it twice? Peter Demby, DHI Home Inspections, 306-0178. And uh, I have an upcoming listing I want to share with you quickly. It's a barn, literally, where this gentleman started to renovate it. It's a work in progress. I have no idea how many square feet. I haven't measured it yet, but it's big. Uh a lot of new Pella windows in uh, the great room area, vaulted ceiling. Uh, but it, it's going to need a lot of work. It's going to have to be either a cash buyer or a bank-held loan to uh, purchase this property. But it sits out in uh, the Petersburg area. It's on eight and a half acres. If you're a deer hunter, you're just looking for a weekend retreat. If you're looking to live in the woods and just get away from it all, serenity now, this is your place, 119.9. Give me a call, 652. And if you're working with a realtor, have them give me a call. I'll be happy to give them the details. The uh, owner of the property uh, regrettably passed away, and his son inherited it. But his son lives in Germany, and we're waiting for the papers to come back. We expected them yesterday. They're not here yet, uh, but we'll have them uh, shortly. And I also want to uh, uh, share with you uh, – that uh, Oak Mill Estates out in Rochester is cooking right along. Uh, there's one, two, three, four single-family homes under construction now. Three of them are contract jobs, and uh, one of them uh, is being built by Zen Construction. Uh, if you have uh, a, a need for a single, brand-new single-family home for under $300,000, Rochester School is a brand-new Zen-built home. <laughs> Give me a call. And then we have uh, one, two, three duplexes that uh, are nearing completion, and they're available for sale. So uh, Oak Mill Estates, Rochester, it's hot, 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 baby. You builders don't miss out. You need to get out there and reserve a lot in Rochester's first residential TIF district. We're going to have to take a break for the news, and when we return in the second half hour, we will continue along with uh, Professor Richard Judd. 
And uh, we will have the market update, the weekly interest rate watch, subdivision of the week, Piper Glenn. And we'll be right back. With news you can depend on. 4.7 FM and 970 AM. WMAY. Welcome back to Let's Talk Real Estate Program 1219. My name's Fritz Fister with REMAX Professionals of Springfield. In studio today, distinguished Professor Richard Judd uh, of UIS Economics. And I uh, want to thank our sponsors. We better do that, huh, Rich? Yes. Okay. Uh, heal your stories in moving. Springfield's oldest and best allied van lines agent. Moving the things you love. Slapjackers Construction. If your concrete has that sinking feeling, get all jacked up with Slapjackers. Get, oh my gosh. Bacon, termite, and pest control. They don't bug you. Just the critters in your home. And JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair. They can keep water out of your foundation without putting you underwater. Call Pat Patterson, 691-8555. And he has done it for hundreds and hundreds of families throughout our area. And by golly, those folks that have called Pat in the past and solved their problem before those torrential rains came last weekend are the lucky ones. There were a lot of people who weren't lucky. I had contractors I had lined up to go bid uh, some repairs for me on a, on a listing that we just sold. And uh, they both said, hey, Fritz, we got so many emergency calls. I can't get out for another week. Uh, it's just incredible uh, the amount of uh, damage that was caused by uh, basements flooding and, and so forth. Don't let that happen to you. You call Pat Patterson. JRE Construction Landscaping and Foundation Repair 691-8555 and avoid that headache. Okay, it's time for the uh, market update. Slabjackers Construction is bringing that to you like they do every week. Good old Chuck, what a great guy. Uh, right now, we're holding very steady on our inventory. Last week, we had 1,380 homes listed for sale. Guess what, Professor? This week, we have 1,380 homes listed for sale. <laughs> and that's after we added 119 new ones. That's wonderful. Well, that's because uh, we had 101 of them go under contract. That's neat. Well, that's really good. Uh, you know, it's we had a whale of a spring, Professor. Uh, but we the last couple of weeks have slowed down a little bit uh, compared to last year. And last year was just awful. It, actually, the third quarter was better than the best quarter of the year. But that being said, uh, we had 101 this week. But last year during the same week, we had 114. Last week, we went all uh, the week before that, we went down to 78 and compared to 94 the week before that, uh, the year before. Uh, now, I don't know what to expect this week with the 4th of July following in midweek. That, That's right. That may impact uh, sales to a certain degree, but then you probably have follow that up with a huge week, be my guess. So, But the market is remaining reasonably strong, and that is very good news for local home sellers. And the great news for home buyers is, is you still have a great inventory of homes to choose from, and the interest rates are down. We're going to have the interest rate watch coming up here in a minute. Uh, but I want to wrap up our uh, our weekly uh, market uh, update. I finally got the building permits for the city of Springfield for January through May. Good. And, uh, well, unfortunately, new construction in the city of Springfield itself 
uh, isn't doing that well. Uh, only 24 single-family permits were issued through the first five months. We averaged, before the recession, 24 a month. It's incredible. Uh, only seven uh, duplexes, two-family home permits issued. Now, I'm hoping that that's going to pick up here for the sake of the builders uh, in the city of Springfield. I know... Uh, living in Chatham, there's a lot of construction going on there. And I know in Rochester, we've got it going on out at Oak Mill Estates. And uh, I know Sherman's got some builds going up, but it's still nowhere near what we were accustomed to. We're still down, Rich, believe this or not, by 75% from before the recession. Wow. That's a, an incredible number. Because that's, that's big time. That's a lot of jobs right there. Yes, sure is. Well, and Rich, I don't know if you've uh, had an opportunity to tune in while you, in, in your absence, but uh, I share with folks that uh, if you have a relationship with a REMAX professional agent, they're my friend. I don't compete with them. You give them a call at 787-7215. But if you don't have a relationship with a REMAX agent, my name is Fritz Fister, and my wife, Christy, and I would love to serve your family as we have literally thousands of other families in this marketplace. Uh, but the reason why I recommend REMAX, Rich, uh, if I... I don't know if you've heard, but I wanted to share this with you. I'm holding this. I've seen it. it yes. It, it, Real Trends Magazine, uh, one of the top uh, real estate uh, magazines in the nation, uh, ranks uh, the top 500 uh, offices in the United States by transaction sites per agent. Uh, and uh, little old Springfield, Illinois, well, the Previous two years, they were 18th uh, two years ago, uh, and uh, or excuse me, that would be three years ago, and then 17th, and that's in the nation out of 10,000 real estate brokerages. Yes, yes. And uh, last year, number three in the country, in the nation. Now, we're so proud of that. Uh, congratulations to Alan, Linda Young, uh, Mike Oden, Nettle, uh, the finest. Uh, uh, managing broker around and Ron Duff and all the training that they do and the services that they provide their agents is just incredible. So congratulations to REMAX professionals and, and uh, you have at your disposal a jewel right here in little old Springfield, Illinois, even during slow times. I mean, that was, we increased our transaction sites in a down year. Yes. What's that tell you, Rich? You're doing things right, professionally and upbeat and strong. Thank you, sir. Uh, now it's time for our weekly interest rate watch. And uh, that is being brought to you by our friends at Hillier Storage and Moving. Oh, I forgot to tell you about Slabjackers. It's really easy. You call Chuck, 787-8252. Do not let any sinking concrete cost you a sale. Get that done before you go to the market. Your home will look better, you'll eliminate trip hazards, and you'll get more people through your home. Chuck at Slabjacker, 787-8252. But Hillier Storage and Moving brings you the weekly interest rate watch. Well, I keep sharing with you buyers, don't look this gift horse in the mouth. These are the lowest interest rates in over two years. Uh, you never know when interest rates are going to do. Everybody says, well, the Fed's going to lower rates two times this year. Now they come out this week and they say, well, we're backing off of that. We're just going to take a wait-and-see approach. So you never know what they're going to do. What happened after they made those comments? Well, the 15-year went from a two-year low of 3.025% to 3.125%. 
and the 15 or 30 year went from 3.525 to 3.725. Fortunately for you veterans out there, the VA 30-year loan held steady at 3.25, the FHA held steady at 3.25, and the USDA, your rural housing loan, fell to 3.25. So there's great money out there. There's a great inventory. There's seasoned uh, agents like myself ready and able to serve. My phone number is 652-SOLD. It would be an honor to serve your family and that's your weekly interest rate watch brought to you by Hillier Story. Speaking about seasoned veterans, Tom Swift has been in that business since he's knee high to a grasshopper. He, his family started that business. Been, it's a family-owned business. Been that way for a hundred years. Wow! Uh, and just great people. He and his wife Billy, their whole crew, their staff. Wonderful service. They can move you around town, up to Chicago, around the state, out of the state, wherever you want to go. Hillier Storage and Moving, moving the things you love, 525-8550. Uh, subdivision of the week this week, I'm going to quickly do before we get uh, back to Professor Judd. I was going to do it last week, and I ran out of time, Professor, and I was here all by myself. <laughs> yes. Well, and by the way, we do have the phone lines open for your questions or comments. If you have a question for the professor or myself, uh, 629-7970. But Piper Glenn, now these are a week old but uh, when I did it last week, uh, there were 11 single-family homes available in Piper Glen. The median list price, $331,900. They had been on the market an average of 96 days. There was one attached home, and it was two twenty nine nine. Now, under contract, as of last week, there were six single-family homes. The median list price, $357,450. Two attached homes, $217,450. They were on the market an average of 82 days. Uh, in the last year, there have been five uh, residential listings that did not sell. Sold and closed in the last six months, 11 single-family homes. The median sale price, $333,001. 89 days on the market to contract. Five attached homes have sold and closed, $226,000 the median sale price. 69 days on the market. That was your subdivision of the week. And if you'd like to have your subdivision as subdivision of the week, uh, just call me anytime. I'd be happy to uh, include your subdivision and uh, or area of town. And uh, that way you'll be able to learn what's going on in your neighborhood. Amen. <laughs> yes. You had mentioned that uh, on your street over on Glenwood, you've seen yeah, a number of sales. we've had some sales, yes. Well, there, there were some over there that struggled for a while. Yes, they, they did. Yep. No. But pow, pow, pow. There they go. Yep. Well, get those interest rates down, get some money in people's pockets, get some jobs created. That's what happens. That's right. And uh, we want to thank uh, Bacon Termite and Pest Control uh, for bringing you Subdivision of the Week every week. Give uh, Bill or Kathy a call, 544-7566, 544-7566. Have them inspect your home that you're buying uh, so that you can be sure that there are no wood-destroying insects in that home. You don't want to buy any problems. Of course, your most lenders, 99% of them, require a termite inspection. Not all of them do, and I don't know why. That's kind of silly. I advise my buyer clients to get it done whether their lender wants it or not because mm -hmm. it can be expensive uh, to treat a home today with all the new rules, regulations, uh, 
that the government has placed upon most industries. And the uh, uh, pest inspection business is no exception to that. So give Bill and Kathy Bacon a call, 544-7566. If you choose them to inspect your home that you're buying, you get a free one-year warranty. If any wood-destroying insects come in that home within a year of closing, Bill will come out and spot-treat that baby and kill them right in their tracks where they can get in. We really appreciate their sponsorship. Okay, Professor. Yes, sir. You have some uh, data about the, the local economy, I understand, that you brought in with you. Yes. Uh, you said there was 1,000 new jobs, I, I heard on the news yesterday. Uh, do you have a breakdown by chance of what those jobs are? Un unfortunately, I don't. But I've, I've, I've got our, our total labor force is 111,500, and we have employed right now 106,800. So uh, in, in the month of May, we have a 4.4% unemployment rate. Um, I thought the, I heard 3.3% on the uh, radio. Yeah, yeah. But they're, they're probably giving an estimate for June and not for May. I've got the May. Well, uh, which no, they, is they, a they, final. Mis they misread the, uh, the Mays then. Because they were, they were reporting the May. So I was so thrilled to hear there was a thousand new jobs. I heard them say that uh, the majority were service industry, yes. uh, financial services, and uh, service industry hospitality jobs. The, well, as, as I skimmed through that information, yes, it was. It was hospitality, service, and interestingly, business service, financial services. That's where the growth seemed to be. It wasn't in the other areas. Doesn't of the that economy. make sense, though, Professor? Because uh, this is the time of year that tourism usually picks Absolutely. up. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And and why are we talking about what's going on in the jobs market here locally? Because it's real simple. If we don't have jobs, we don't have buyers, and you don't have buyers for your house, you're not going to get sold, or you're not going to get the price you want. That's for sure. That's right. Now, here is the average weekly wage wage in the Springfield market, um, $1,065. Now, the U.S. average is just a little above that, $1,144, in essence, about $80 higher. Springfield average hourly wage is $24.31. Now, here's some expenditure patterns. The highest expenditure in a household is on housing. In, this is Springfield, 17797 or in essence 31%, 31.1% of your income is going into housing. That also includes your utilities, et cetera, and your household insurance. The next level is transportation at 9548 In essence, 16% of your income is going to transportation. And that's going to go up a little bit, won't it, with it the gas tax? sure will. Well, I, you know, I just don't know how much I think they, the estimate is the average person who drives 10 to 12,000 miles a year is only going to see a $200 a year increase. But guys like me who drive twenty to 22,000 miles a year, uh, yes. I'm going to see a lot more than that. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Food, 7,249. In essence, 12.7%. That's the one that surprised me. I thought there would be more on food. 
Um, well, now, where where some people are lacking, uh, Professor, I'm I'm making up. <laughs> <laughs> Personal insurance and pension contributions six thousand five hundred and sixty-two dollars, or in essence, eleven point five percent, just a little under the amount that is spent on food, health care. Some folks would be interested here. $5,262 on average, in essence, 9.2% of their household income. Um, all other factors account for 19%. So your housing, 31%, transportation, 16.7%, food, 12.7%, uh, personal insurance and pensions, 11.5%, um, and health care. 9.2%. Okay, Professor. So if we have families spending 31% of their, uh, that'd be their gross income, I would imagine. Yes. Yes. Okay. Uh, on on housing, including their utilities. Yes. Uh, that's a fixed number. Right. Uh, they're not going to be able to change that unless they have a high interest rate and they go in and refinance. That's about the only way they can adjust that's right. it. That's right. Pretty sure their taxes didn't go down their property taxes. I'm just <laughs> not in Illinois. That, that's just a wild guess right there. Uh, so if you have that fixed cost, now you have things like transportation, food, uh, health care, and what was the other one? Uh, pensions. Pension. Oh uh, yeah. <coughs> pensions, and I, there's something else in with the pensions. Uh, uh, insurance. It? Insurance. Okay, yeah. pensions and insurance uh, is eleven and a half percent. Now those. Yes. I, I guess the most volatile one is transportation. Oh, yes. And food. And won't food go up hand-in-hand hand with transportation? Because anything that rolls on wheels, anything that gets planted in the ground using fuel is going to have to go up necessarily because of the uh, increase in the uh, fuel tax, right? Yes, that's one factor. The other factor is folks realize uh, recently, they, well, the, the Corps of Engineers has said, 200 miles of the Mississippi River is shut down. That means all that grain and everything that's going to have to get down to New Orleans uh, to get shipped out overseas can't get there. And the estimate is that the there will be shutdowns or slowdowns in transportation, barge transportation traffic, all the way into early fall. Now, what does that do for you and me in Spring Patch? Well, it could increase our cost of food. Um, sure, it could. And well, look at look what the farmers are having to go through right now. Uh, the wet, rainy season uh, impeded their ability to get planted in time. Uh, I think mm -hmm. uh, you're going to have uh, uh, prices for corn and uh, beans go up anyway. Just uh, supply and demand uh, issues there. But the farmers have really been under the gun because they may get more per bushel, but if they're not going to get the, uh, the numbers. acreage, the yeah. numbers, uh, they're not going to make any money. And on top of that, now they're going to have to pay more for their motor fuel That's uh, right. to, to harvest and to uh, plant next uh, spring. And uh, keep in mind now that they're not – we're not just doubling uh, the gas tax from 19 cents to 38 cents. They have now indexed it to inflation. That's right. So it's going to go up every year. So transportation and food, when they go up and you have 31% of your money going to household, uh, 
And that's relatively fixed. It is relatively fixed, other than your property taxes and insurance, yeah. which will adjust over time. Uh, what? Where do you cut if uh, you're just right there on the line? Well, it has to be in the discretionary areas. and uh, Because I don't think too many people would want to uh, cut their pension uh, contribution um, or stop their insurance plan. Uh, so it's got to get down into the other categories, which is really 19%, which is when I walk in a store and buy a whatever the world it is. You saw a retail, <laughs> retail, retail, <laughs> yeah. it's is going to get hit. So, Professor, I guess the, the most curious question that I have, uh, the housing, oh, as the job market goes, so goes the housing market. Yes. And as the housing market goes, so goes the economy. Yes. And my question is, is the disposable income of that average working family, that's the average income you said in, in Springfield is $1,065 a week. Yes. Uh, their disposable income is going to have to go down uh, based upon this $5.4 billion in new taxes and fees. Everybody's going to be paying a share of that. Now, it's going to be different across the board. Will the income from these new jobs that are created to repair and upgrade the infrastructure, those people that are going to be employed, will their spending uh, offset? It, it just seems to me it's a, it's a, it's a trade-off. Well, I think, Fritz... Uh, this is a little bit of gloom, but the amount we're going to spend in capital expenditure, both into the public sector and your contracts, your, your contractors uh, to deal with our capital expenditure that we need for our infrastructure, is not going to equal out. I saw the figure. I think it was something like $5.4 billion is going to be spent. But the uh, costs, given the debt side of this, is going to be around $7 billion. So we're going to have increased amount of uh, expenditure, particularly uh, for labor. Now, that's wonderful. That's oh, absolutely. wonderful. The the downside is the long-term debt side of it. And, and I'm thinking, you know, I love my contractors. I'm a member of the Springfield Area Home Builders Association. When, uh, when you build that house and it's finished, you're done. Yes. And then you have to find the next house to build. Isn't that relatively the same with when you repair the bridge, it's repaired. When you build the building, it's built. Yes. Uh, this is a $42 billion investment that has an end. That's right. And the taxes and fees don't. <laughs> you know, on the, along that, that side, Illinois is identified as the second highest tax state in the country. Um, New Jersey is just a little bit ahead of us. I, I we are higher than New York. <laughs> well... 
it is what it is. But I, it's a sorely needed program. I'm all for yes, the infrastructure plan. Uh, I believe it will help businesses in the long run. I am just going to sit back and watch and see uh, whether or not this creates jobs or if it's just a wash. Will the uh, loss of disposable income cause uh, the working families to pull back and not spend as much, causing slowdown in the private sector versus uh, the 500000 that are going to be employed spending uh, on these projects. We need the projects. We need to get them done. But, I, you know, you need to have a growing economy so you can create jobs, so you can create Absolutely. home buyers, so you can uh, drive demand for houses, so you can drive uh, the price of housing so that people can get uh, a return on their investment uh, in their homes, uh, which, of course, I tell everybody, your home is for shelter and to create memories. First and foremost, uh, it's a an investment secondarily. Yes. And on my current ad, somebody asked me, I said, what are you talking about? I shouldn't expect a buyer to pay me back for my new kitchen. Well, I said, you you bought a house in a hundred thousand dollar neighborhood. All the houses sell between ninety and one hundred and ten thousand dollars. You buy a hundred thousand dollar house, you put a fifty thousand dollar kitchen in it. You're not going to get a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. That's right. You you're going to get sold faster. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Professor Richard Judd, thank you so much. We've done run out of time once again. Congratulations, Jim Endress, on your retirement. Uh, I really want to thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. My name is Fritz Fister with Remax Professionals of Springfield. My phone number is 652-7653. It would be an honor to serve your family. We are in need of good families who want to sell their homes. Please call me. Thank you for sharing your time with me this morning. God bless you all. God bless our first responders. God bless our police officers. God bless America. And above all, God bless our troops serving around the world. May you have an enjoyable 4th of July celebration. And don't forget to share with your children and grandchildren the meaning of America, the true meaning of America. God bless you all and make it a great week. News you can depend on starts now.